Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Podcast. I'm Mike here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? Hey, guys. Well, welcome us back. Uh, I have sincere apology for missing last week. I had a bad case of strep throat, and there was no way you wanted to hear that for what it seems like an hour. So yeah. I, my apologies. Special apology to our European listeners. And yes, we do have we European, have European listeners. listeners. I don't want to brag, but it is a thing, and there's yeah. more than one, and it's in like three different countries. So yeah. that's all I'm going to say. I don't know why we're big out there, but we are. He's still recovering. I'm a still bit. a little sick. Yeah. So um, we, we had a fun week five. Uh, I love watching that. We had a London game, which mm-hmm. was so much fun. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. weird storylines to talk about, fun storylines to talk about. I'm excited. I'm still upset, but let's dive into this bad boy and see what happens. You're upset. I'm upset. I'm with upset this, with this first game. I'm very upset. I'm upset. Well, yeah, it's a really bad start. Like it's yeah. going to bring your mood down. You're going to be in a bad mood for the next hour. But <laughs> going yeah, Thursday night football. Tim, take us away. Thursday night. So we had the Colts and the Broncos. Arguably the worst game of the year. Oh my god, it was so bad. <laughs> the final in overtime was 12-9 Colts. There were zero touchdowns in the game. <laughs> Mike was saying there was a guy who made a bet. That there would be no touchdowns. By either team. By either team. And he won like thousands and thousands of dollars off of it. Ridiculous amount of money. Yep. So, moral of the story, the offenses were both bad. Defenses were solid. Uh, You know, the pass rush for Denver got to Matt Ryan a lot. Uh, Both Ryan and Wilson threw some picks. Russell Wilson had two very bad picks. Yes. Um, You know, both teams are dealing with some injuries. There were – I know the Broncos lost a couple guys for the season – uh, their left tackle and then one of their corners and you know just I don't have a ton to talk about it's just it was a bad game it, it was tough to watch the offenses couldn't move very well um, and then you know you find out a few days later that Russell Wilson has been dealing with a torn lat near his throwing shoulder I don't even understand how yeah you could throw I feel my lat engaging yeah par- like, partially torn lat um and apparently he heard it, I think, against Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're not expecting him to miss any time. But it, 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 I know those guys don't like giving excuses, but it kind of gives an excuse for his it does. performance. But then you think, like, his throws would be bad to the point, like, they wouldn't make it to where they were going, not throwing it to the other team. Or right. Maybe the zip's not on the ball, so the guys are jumping the routes. I don't know. I mean, the two picks he had, the one – he was fading back because there was a rusher coming for him and he just lobbed it up and it wasn't like it was near out of bounds. He just lobbed it up in the middle of the field and a cold safety picked it off. And then the second one was just, it was a late post route in the end zone um, where I think it was Hamler was running the route and it was a second or two late and Stefan Gilmore jumped it. And it was an easy pick for him. I did so. see that one. That was – yeah, my Thursday night was very different than your Thursday night. So, like, <laughs> from my – imagine I'm in, I'm deep in strep throat at yes. this point. I am meted out. Take me there. Yeah, like, <laughs> boy, I'm tired. I've been taking my evening nap because I couldn't <laughs> – just existing was tiring. Mm-hmm. I, like, went I went to sleep and it was, like, 3 to 3 or 6 to 0 or yeah. something. And I woke up in, like, the third quarter <laughs> – it's like it was like six, six to six. To th- yeah. And I'm like, what do you, what happened here? Like I, I, I had Sutton on one team. I had Pittman on the other. I'm like, this should be an, a nice shootout. The, mm-hmm. Maybe 20 points are going to be scored. No. no. Nope. Russell, I mean, Matt Ryan, I think he's had more bad games than good games this year. It's like the, 
excuse me, the talent's there, but he's he's just not playing well. Right. Uh, and Russell, I, I I have no I have no words for Russell Wilson right now. It's honestly it's sad. It's it's sad to watch because it, it, I've always said this league's better with more talented people. Right. And it's it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean Matt Ryan was without Jonathan Taylor. Um and then the Broncos lost Javante Williams. So the running games that these teams were kind of expecting to rely on weren't there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's like you're saying. I, I feel like Ryan is still adjusting. And Wilson, I, I don't know if it's a, a mental hangup or what's going on, but it got to this point late in the fourth quarter and then in overtime where the announcers were talking about how Ryan has all this experience and they were more confident in him taking his team down the field. And it's not like Russell's a rookie. He's just, no. he's playing like he, you know, he's not reading defenses the same way or he's just slow on processing the information. I don't know what it is. He's even some, it seems mental. I texted you yeah. about that, but I was like, it yeah. seems like something is mentally off. Cause I've seen, he runs fine. Like he's mm-hmm. starting to run now, which is good. Cause that's part of mm-hmm. his game. He's made, he can make good throws, but something is mentally off. I don't know what it is. It's a different place. Maybe it's just in the altitude still. Who knows? Right. I don't know. I, was, I can't be it solely, but I would yeah. understand that a little bit. But, yeah, he's really – it's hard to watch. And then they keep mm-hmm. saying, like, you, and you said it too, like, oh, well, they're adjusting. I'm like, well, you're, you're – realistically, you're a third of the way through the season. Right. Yeah, you get 17 games, but you're five in. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, certain things should be clicking. And I almost feel like he's, like, getting worse Yeah. as it goes on, not better. I mean, they mentioned it in the broadcast that – you know, a lot of the teams this year didn't have their starters play in the preseason. Like, R- Wilson didn't play a game. He might play to drive, actually. But so there's a bit of leeway in September for these guys getting the, their legs back under them and mm-hmm. seeing games at full speed and everything. But it's October. It is yeah. week five. Like, you should not be playing like this. Oh. Especially in the West. Right. Like, if you're an elite quarterback, like Wilson should be. It just it doesn't make sense. No. The the things are not lining up. No, I, I agree with you completely. And I just like they better pray. We got we got to have the Chiefs Raiders game on right now as we're mm-hmm. talking. And they better pray the Raiders get this lead because the yeah. Chiefs get to four and one. I mean, I just don't see the Broncos. No. Russell can't right now. I think I said like four episodes ago. I was so excited to see that shootout. I'm dreading that game. Like yeah. if, if he keeps playing like this, right? He goes back and plays a little normal. Then I mean, that, we'll, they have the Chargers next week. And Monday night. That's going to be a yeah. rough game. Like, they need to figure it out. Yeah. They've got to do something different than what they're doing. And then they lost Javante Williams. Yep. That's awful. Yep. So, if Melvin Gordon's good, though, he'll be fine. We'll see. So, But jumping into my favorite game of the week, Titans versus the Commanders. And it was it, – I was just telling Tim before we started this, this is the best way the Titans could have won the game. Not only do I despise the air that Carson Wentz breathes, I think he's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL, but the Titans struggled. You know, we, we, we scored quick. Uh, the final score was 21-17 to 17. if you didn't watch it. Even if you're just a neutral fo- football fan, it was fun to watch. Um, Carson Wentz had two big bombs uh, to Dieway Brown. Is that, what his, is that how you pronounce his name? Is Dieway or do I? Either way, he had two, yeah. two big touchdowns. Uh, it was honestly well-thrown balls. But Carson Wentz's whole thing is that he plays well, but when it's time, crunch time comes down, he makes mistakes, and he will lose you a football game. Mm-hmm. Henry had a great game, 28 carries, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. He had another 30 yards receiving. 
Uh, Tannehill had a good day. Like it, it was good all around. So what had happened, though, on the final drive, we scored a touchdown, and they had about 50 seconds left. And they marched down the field all the way, and they got down to the, what was it, four, two-yard two line, I think. And there was only 12 seconds left. And they had three plays. because And they couldn't run the ball because of the, they had no timeouts. And Wentz threw it once, missed it. Wentz threw it twice, missed it. And on the third throw, uh, David Long jumped in front of the ball and intercepted the ball on the one-yard line to end the game in true Wentz fashion. <laughs> and he lost the game. I, w- I would have put $1,000 on the on the Car- Cardinals, on the Commanders. <laughs> I'm still, yeah. Uh, yeah. Commanders to win that game. I cannot believe Wentz lost that. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he played well leading up to that final drive. I mean, the, the two touchdowns that he had were bombs mm-hmm. that he yeah. put and well thrown yeah he put on the money where only his guy could catch it uh and again it was another game where the running game for washington was not there mm-hmm. and he their leading rusher had 22 yards Wentz had 15 yep so it was on him and again washington i've said this before they have a solid receiving core mm-hmm. they do and so he has weapons there that he can use. It's just like you said. He has this tendency just in the final drive when he needs to make a play. He, he, he makes he gets the wrong, nervous. Yeah, he makes the wrong play. And that's a, you can't have that. Like you, you just can't. It's it, you're never going to win games unless you have like a two touchdown lead. You'll never win games like that because mm-hmm. how many times we watch games where there's it's three blows back and forth. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown the other way, and then a touchdown wins it. Like it's got to go back and forth. You can't just mm-hmm. crack when the pressure you know yeah. mounts on you. So. Yeah, and I mean, give Tennessee credit. Like, Henry had a big game. Tannehill didn't have a great line, but he was efficient. Tannehill has a lot of secret yards you don't hear about. Yeah. Like, he just he makes these amazing, some of these amazing throws in tight windows when they need it. But then, yeah, they go heavy on the run game. I mean, mm-hmm. King Henry mm-hmm. has returned. Yep. And the defense got after Wentz. So, you know. Oh, it, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it was just Wentz had a shot and could, blew it. He winced it. He winced it. He winced. When he should have Mahomes? <laughs> I don't know. Nailed it. Yeah, I could have gone anywhere with that. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was uh, very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, actually, you know what? Now I'm realizing this is really out of order, so I'm jumping down to the Giants-Packers game. It's all okay. starting to click. Okay. So, and actually, funny enough, the Giants-Packers should have gone first. Cause yeah. were t- I literally led the podcast and all of us starting about, about London. about London, yeah. I got so excited, and I just ran the <laughs> other direction. See, the ESPN puts it on top because mm-hmm. I like the Titans, and so I just get excited and I talk about the Titans and I jump around because I am who I am as a person. But <laughs> so, yeah, Giants, Packers, London game. So it was 9 30 Sunday. I was up. It was great. So this is the second international game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it because they're trying to have an, I don't know if anyone knows this, but they're trying to have an international division. That's their goal. Okay. Um, and this is the second close game. The last game last week was the when the field goal went off. Two oh, the parts, double doink. The double doink. Yeah. The old DD. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it went off both uh, field goal post or part of the field goal post, and they lost the game. And then this game also was down to, what, they were on the seven, eight-yard line with two mm-hmm. th- – Rodgers had two throws to get it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Giants upset the Packers 27-22, to and it was an amazing yeah. game in front of a fully sold-out house in London. And that's that's so good for football because I just feel like everyone. I don't. I I guess I didn't think it would be that popular overseas, but it they is. sell the entire stadium, yeah. and you see all kinds of fans. It's not like I saw a Titans fan, I saw a Seattle fan. Like if they don't like the team, they just go and watch for fun, mm-hmm. and they put their jerseys on. 
Mm-hmm. But it was a good game. Uh, they, they At this point, I'm pretty sure the Giants could probably bench Daniel Jones and just let Saquon run the oh, Wildcat yeah. like they did with Ricky Williams and yes. um, Ronnie Brown, Ronnie Brown. Uh, for yeah. the Dolphins back like 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a quarterback. Because he no. did, he took like two. One of his touchdowns came out came out of the wildcat, where the, where the running back actually takes the snap. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones, like I said, he's really struggling. Two, twenty more of twenty seven, two hundred seventeen yards, like not a bad stat line, but also like he just didn't do anything. Yeah, and he's still injured. Uh, they were talking about it. His ankle, he's still recovering from an ankle injury, um, which he started running in the second half. So I think the adrenaline was getting yeah. there. But don't forget about the injury he was born with. Can't play NFL football properly. Injury. He's I mean, not good. He's not good. He's I mean, bad. We're not in the league, so shoot. Watch me. <laughs> I slip on a wet floor on the way in and pop my knee out of place. Yeah, man very down. Slippery floors and bathrooms. If this was the MLB, I'm making a ton of money hurt right now. <laughs> You're right. I'm not in the league. I can't. I, I. I can't talk too much crap. Yeah. But he's just not very good. Yeah. But Saquon had a big game. Yeah, he did. Uh, Seventy yards on the ground with a touchdown. Had a few catches, you know. He, I love seeing him playing again. Yeah. Like he's fun to watch, and he's mm-hmm. quick. Oh yeah, like and explosive. Yeah, uh, they showed on the TV his difference in running last year. He was running a lot of like tiptoeing and like running like he would like wait, 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 but like wait too long, like he's almost scared. Yeah, and now he does that for a second, and every run he starts bulldozing ahead and he's hitting people for four or five yards and he, the run is so much different and he obviously he tore his ACL in 2020 mm-hmm. so he was down and I think 2021 he was still recovering and again you, you, you have the physical aspect then you have the mental aspect like I've popped my knee out of place 12 times I've had surgery and there's that real like mental fear even though if the doctor says hey you're fine like that you're just, you're going to be in pain again you're going to screw it up again so I think he's finally past that now mm-hmm. and he he's fun to watch Oh, yeah. As long as he's not playing my Titans, he's fun to watch. <laughs> and then, yeah, on the Green Bay side, Rodgers didn't have a good, great game. Um, he He's looking – I don't know if it's just me, but he looks more and more homeless every game. <laughs> like, his hair gets longer. Because of blue. It's <laughs> <laughs> blue of the earth. <laughs> You're my boy, blue. <laughs> I mean, like, he, his head – the side of his head gets shaved higher. Uh-huh. His mullet gets longer. Mm-hmm. It looks like he puts a little extra grease in there when he wins, so it gets even nastier. Well, just shave your head, dude, please, yeah. for the love of God. I don't get it. Anyway, I interrupted you, but I had to have a I'm, – I'm the hair take. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I do all the hair takes and the players. Yeah. I just – like, in watching this game, it feels like he just doesn't have a ton to work with. I mean – if well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, if Aaron Jones isn't taking over the game, uh, there's just not a lot of other options on the offense. I mean, Tunyon was kind of limited. Cobb had a good game, but then you have Lazard and Dobbs who didn't really do much. Um, It's just, you know, like you were saying, they had an opportunity at the end Mm -hmm. in a goal-to-go situation, and he just didn't really have anybody to throw to. No, he doesn't. I mean, there's no separation. And, you know, everyone talks about – Tom Brady playing at 45. Like, no one talks about Randall Cobb playing at 45. Like, he's phenomenal. He's not actually 45. <laughs> he might be but, 55. I mean, eight years ago, Randall Cobb was, like, a top 10 receiver in the yeah. league. And yeah. all of a sudden, he's a leading receiver on Sunday. Yeah. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be a leading receiver. It's I mean, like maybe Marvin Jones in Jacksonville. It's a terrible – that should not be happening. No. It's no different. Like, when I'm, when I'm golfing and I'm playing in a scramble and I'm playing the best – we are not going to win that scramble. <laughs> That's I should be helping some sometimes. Uh-huh. Randall Cobb should be a third string receiver 
and he's a, I'm sure he's a good locker room presence. He can still catch. He's just not as explosive as he used to be. So he's still a good talent to have. I just don't see a world where he's your leading receiver. Right. I just don't. Yeah, and that's we've talked about this division, and we'll talk about it more with more of the games. But Green Bay is not running away with it by any means. No. Um, you know, it's a very winnable division for those other teams. Like, and I. For all of Rodgers' off-the-field stuff, I love watching him play quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's a fun quarterback to watch. And if this is the way he goes, like it's just kind of a sad thing to see. Yeah. Yeah, his personality off the field could not be any further right. from how he is uh, on the field. Like, it's it's not even close. Because no. you just don't see a lot of like competitive people that are that passionate be – that I'd say far out there. I don't mean that mm -hmm. offensively, but he is, you know, kind of far out there with his hallucinogenic drugs. He was taking and admitting to it and doing mm -hmm. all like, good for him. That's what he likes. But mm -hmm. like, you just don't see a lot of NFL players doing that. Worst thing you see is people retire and they smoke a bunch of pot because it helps with the pain management and right. you know. So that's that usually the worst thing you see. Mm -hmm. So but yeah, that was a. I can't believe the. Yeah, let's talk. Hold on, Giants are legit. Like that, <laughs> they're legit now. I think they're legit. I don't think Daniel Jones is legit. <laughs> let me let me. If Saquon Barkley runs for a hundred yards and that defense can play halfway decent, I don't. I don't. The problem is you have a three-way tie in the East. Well, yeah. almost. Philly's undefeated. Dallas is four and one because of the rush effect. And you know Daniel Jones. Daniel, excuse me. Saquon Barkley at quarterback. I mean the mm -hmm. Giants are four and one. Like yeah. I, I think they're the worst of the three teams, but you can't take that away from them. It is crazy that that division has. Three teams with some of the best records in the league. Was it two years ago? They the, the Eagles, or was it three years ago? The Eagles made the the playoffs with a Under seven and nine record. Yeah, <laughs> Under five hundred. Like I mean, division. The, the, everyone, it was so bad. Everyone threw their hands up and was like, "We got to redo this." Like yeah. this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. How are they hosting a playoff game? Right. They're hosting like a, a twelve win Seattle or something like that. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. It was crazy. Sense. Yeah. But yeah, the Giants are for real. I think so. Yeah, we'll say with, with Barkley, if he is, he runs, runs for 100 yards, they're going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. But I agree. But and then oh, this is this. It was fun to watch, but at a certain point, you you want to scream mercy. Uh, Buffalo versus uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> like the picket fence. Yeah, the picket oh. fence. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was rough. I I want to start this by saying I was a lot. Pickett was drafted. I think it was like 22nd or 23rd overall by Pittsburgh. He's a hometown boy. Like, good pick. Um, good pick. Um, <laughs> but he's not ready. Like, I, no. I think they bitched, they benched Mitch too early. And I, I think Pickett is the long-term answer. But they benched him to send out Pickett to come win the game, which I thought was a terrible idea. Like, mm -hmm. you don't need to put that kind of pressure on him. Mm -hmm. Wait till you're like, you know, one and five, one and six. All right, we don't expect you to do anything and go – I feel like they threw him into the fire because Tomlin doesn't want his uh, – has, so Tomlin hasn't had an under 500 season in ever, in like right. 14 years. And I feel like they threw him in there to win the game. It's, I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah, it's that balancing act that you have where you throw a rookie quarterback out there because you want him to get experience. But if your team isn't that good, he's going to get blown up. And are you going to ruin his confidence because mm -hmm. of that? Like it's a fine line. And I trust Tomlin to do that. He's a great coach. Yes. But like you said, based on the last six quarters that Pickett has played, mm -hmm. 
It's it doesn't look good. It's, no, it's, it's not. I mean, th- this is exactly what we're talking about. This is a this will wreck your confidence. Yeah, thirty eight to three Buffalo. Now, granted, Josh Allen probably had yet the best game of his year, which I feel like oh that just gosh. keeps happening. Like yeah. this is definitely the game. The next week, no, no, this is definitely the game. But I mean, Gabriel Davis. So Josh Allen, thir- twenty for thirty one in twenty passes. I want to want to reiterate that Tw- he threw the ball thirty one times with twenty completions for four hundred twenty four yards and four touchdowns. That means every five passes was a every five com- completed passes. Every I'm saying yep. that right. Every yep. five completed passes was a touchdown. Yep. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. How is that a thing? And, and Gabriel Davis, not Stephon. Stephon Diggs still had a really good day. Right. Three catches for one hundred seventy one yards and two touchdowns. One, and did you see the one he pulled away from Fitzpatrick? I did. That was Fitzpatrick had that. Yeah. Like he had it. Yeah. They were basically uh, it was a deep shot, and Fitzpatrick and Gabriel Davis they both had a hand on the ball. Um, and, and Gabriel Davis, the cornerback Fitzpatrick had the ball. He yeah. had it, and Gabriel Davis ripped it away last second in the end zone, and they gave it to him. Yeah. And then the other one was it was what third and ten on the two yard line. Yeah. It was the first drive of the game, yep. and my third and ten, they're probably going to be safe from the ball. No. Josh Allen just heaves it. Gabriel uncorks Davis, it. Yeah, uncorks it, burns two defenders. Gabriel Davis runs another 50 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. Catches it one-handed over his head, like just crazy. Yeah. Like, but, oh, my gosh. That offense with Gabe Davis, I mean, they were good beforehand, but add him, and it's yeah. scary. And he's a free agent next year. That's what they were talking about too. Like they're like, you know what? Maybe we need to you know, lock him up. We don't have running back. We don't have running back money to spend. So <laughs> right. let's get another receiver. Why not? Yeah, that's the thing. Like it's another one of those things where their running game. Josh Allen led the team in rushing, or was tied. Yeah, and it's you know Singletary had a couple good runs, but it's the Josh Allen show. It, it is, and it has to be. But it's it's again, it's your 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 team is built on stilts. Like, mm-hmm. without without Josh, you don't just – it's not like, you know, like we're talking about the Giants. Why are they so deadly? Well, Daniel Jones didn't make a mistake. He mm-hmm. didn't. He actually played – he threw pretty well, mm-hmm. and Saquon took over the game. Mm-hmm. If you if Josh Allen gets even to where, like, hey, he's having an ankle problem today, he can't run, th- the whole concept changes. Because now I'm not worried about your run game. I'm definitely not worried about Josh Allen taking off the normal. Mm-hmm. Now you get the beat me through the air. Now we have a chance. And I, I just feel like they, they need to do something before the trade deadline. Even just like a threat of one, like a Kareem Hunt looked good. Yeah, on Sunday, I still don't. I still don't understand the logic there. But I wonder how much of it is. Josh Allen is clearly the centerpiece of our offense, so we're gonna just give him the ball yep. as much as possible. Where if he need to hand it off twenty times, would Singletary or somebody step up? Yeah, and be able to average four or five yards carry. And take some pressure off. But look what happened. Like, I, I was pulling out, like, Tannehill. Like, you, you saw what Tannehill did in Miami. He played well, but, like, he also threw a bunch of interceptions. You put him with Derrick Henry, all of a sudden, like, his – he has, like, the highest completed percentage in the entire NFL, like QBR. Like, he yeah. plays amazing. Mm-hmm. He makes mistakes here and there, but who doesn't? But he plays so much better with a tight running game. Imagine if you put a good running back with Josh, Josh uh, Allen, McDaniels. <laughs> like, it, I feel like he'd be amazing, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, like what we were touching on before, Kenny Pickett. Why is Kenny Pickett throwing the ball 52 times? Right. <laughs> I mean, he for 327 yards, but an interception, but like 52 times? That doesn't even make sense. I mean, Najee Harris wasn't doing much. He, had, he hasn't done much at all. Yeah, averaging under two yards carry. Pickens looked great. Pickens is, Oh, my gosh. He had so many yeah, good catches. He's going to be a monster. Yes. Um, and so if you have Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool, that's a – 
scary three receivers. Mm-hmm. So Pickett has some growth there. But, yeah, like you said, why is your rookie quarterback throwing it 50 times? That shouldn't be happening. I understand you lost by 35, but I don't think the solution is just to let Pickett drop back and throw. Like, run the offense Yeah. so you get a rhythm going into next week. Like, you knew you weren't going to win this game. Every great Steelers team had a great running back. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. don't know why they don't think it goes to the run. Even Roethlisberger, who I don't – I despise Roethlisberger, but – he could play football. Mm-hmm. He always had an amazing running game behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I just I don't get it. Yeah. I know they got behind and stuff too, but it, I, I don't agree with it. Plus, I mean, though the Steelers lost, so that was fun. That is a plus. I did enjoy that. Who doesn't? Let's be honest. And then jumping down to the Chargers Browns. So this was so the Chargers won thirty to twenty eight. It was actually overall a very close game. Um, did you see the tail end of it? I did. I have thoughts on it. Okay. Well, what I will I will give my recap, and then mm-hmm. you run into your opinion about why you mm-hmm. hate the Chargers. So, because <laughs> I'm sure that's where we're headed. <laughs> so, so the Chargers are up thirty to twenty eight. Is at fourth and four, and they're like they're almost they're on their own forty. So you're looking at almost in field goal. There's a fifty yard line, really close to field goal range, with a minute left. And instead of punting it, they're like, you know what? We're gonna go for the win. We're gonna get the first down. Take two knees. We're gone. Well, of course, they don't get it. It was an awful play call. The Browns get the ball. They need to go like 10 yards in 50 seconds, and they get a field goal. Well, the Chief, the Chargers' defense actually held up, and they got, I think, was it a 59-yard field goal? It, it, yeah, it, it, like it was long, but it was definitely mm-hmm. makeable. Maybe it was even like a 50. I don't know. But it was it long was like enough yeah. that like it's not a guarantee, but like it's probably going to go in. And they missed it. It went really far right. And the, but the guy admit the kicker. I forget his name. I want to say Butker, but it's not. That's for the Chiefs. York. Um, York. I was, it was mm-hmm. a strange name. Uh, but yeah, he already he had gone wide right on a kick earlier. Mm-hmm. I saw a funny video uh, of a fan holding a a fan like on TV holding up a fan at the TV to like blow uh, <laughs> the wind that way, and then the ball ended up going that to the right, which is really awesome. funny. But it was it was a crazy ending to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Chief or the I keep saying oh, Chiefs, the Chargers really squeaked away with that one. I feel like the Browns actually deserved to win that game. Yeah, I'm just happy that the Broncos aren't the only team in the AFC West that has an incompetent coach. Yep, it's important <laughs> because Brandon Staley. I think Brandon is his first name. Brandon Staley, Chargers head coach. That was a dumb call. Mm-hmm. Like you were up two points with a minute left in your own territory, and you're going for it on fourth down. Yep, like. Punt the ball. And I saw that the analytics said you go for it on fourth. But if you punt the ball and down it inside the 20, Cleveland has to go at least 50 yards in under a minute with no timeouts Yep, to get a field goal. Like, it just (laughs) – it made my heart happy to see Mm -hmm. another coach making a stupid decision that was not my head coach. I I don't like to see people miserable while I'm miserable, but football teams while I'm miserable on a football team, I'll pull you all down with me. (laughs) Right. And the Browns, like, Brissett was playing well. This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was uh, making throws. He was holding the ball and running it when he had the opportunity. He had a pick. um, Oh, that was so bad. It was was ugly. It was a bad throw. But – he made the plays mm-hmm. to win the game, and they had the opportunity, and the kicker just missed. Yep, they should have won that game. Yeah, that was uh, some of the some of these man these, these coaches, like you said, like Staley, uh, the Broncos coach is uh, he's terrible. Oh yeah, um, and and I'll get to um, why can't I think of the Bengals coach? 
Why am I blanking? Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Diesel beats. We'll get to that. But I feel like a lot of these coaches are not good coaches. Like, they just don't know what they're doing. They're like, well, the analytics. I'm like, yeah, sometimes the analytics say this and it's right. But there's sometimes, like, go with your gut. Mm -hmm. You're going off numbers. You got to, sometimes you have to analyze the people, Mm -hmm. not just the numbers. Uh, I hate the analytics thing. I I can't stand that. I mean, they, like, so the Reds have had a bunch of, I mean, they had a terrible season. The everybody hates the manager David Bell. Yeah, human and, garbage. Yeah, and he's an analytics guy. And there's all this talk, and it's across sports. Yeah, but, go watch Moneyball. If you have not yeah. seen Moneyball, go watch Moneyball seriously, and that will give you exactly what we're talking about—the full analytics and where it came yeah. from. But like baseball and football, it feels like it's the biggest thing where you just have to go by the analytics. You have to go by the analytics. Like the the analytics say to do this, so we're going to do this. Yeah, and there's. Like you were saying, there's this feel for the game that you have to have. Yes. Where, like, with the Broncos and the Colts, Russell was having a bad game. Mm-hmm. And so, in overtime on fourth and one, you're five yards out from the end zone, and you try to throw it into the end zone instead of running the ball Get the first time, and getting yeah. four more shots. Like, there's just this – I had an old manager that would call it paralysis by analysis. And you're just so caught up. And the numbers that you lose sight of what you're actually doing. You don't feel it. Right. Yeah. And you have these coaches that I, I think are so scared of losing their jobs mm-hmm. because they're on such short leashes now that they're like, well, this is what the book says to do. So, yeah. So boring. Yeah. It's not when you games. Like, it's like, for example, uh, DeBall, uh, the Giants coach. Mm-hmm. The reason they beat the Titans week one, because they went for two. Yep. Which I thought was so stupid. Stupid. Yep. But guess what? I don't want to give Derrick Henry Ryan Tannehill the ball back. No. I'm like, I'm not, not – no. You don't want to go to OT with him. No. no. So I went forward and they won. And now he's he's probably the coach of the year at mm-hmm. this point. Um, yeah, the analytics crap, it bothers me because there's like the, – you get to feel it. Like there's momentum. Mm-hmm. Certain players play bad. It's not just it's not just on paper. Oh, yeah, on paper he throws this many yards. So he's going to get you – know, no. Like if he's having a bad game, give the ball to someone else. Like yep. if Derrick Henry's playing poor, they give the ball to someone else. Like just – I'm watching this Chiefs game now. Like McKinnon's having a good game, the backup running back. They're keeping McKinnon in the game because he's having a good game. You don't just pull him out because the analytics say, well, he's supposed to be in, so we're going to put him in. It's, it's, right. it's silly. I'm going off on a <laughs> uh, little uh, run here. but little tangent. Yeah, a little tangent. But Austin Eckler, 16 carries, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Boy, glad that I draft him. <laughs> he has his first big game. Well, last week was pretty good, but this is pretty good, too. And then he had four catches for 26 yards and also another touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, the the Chargers have weapons, but the Browns are... I mean, and the thing with the Browns, too, is like, they, I love the Bengals, but the AFC North is not... Like, the Ravens aren't running away with it. No. Like, it's still all really close, and the Steelers mm-hmm. are gone, but we, that's fine. Yeah. But I, I'm curious to see these two divisions are very, you know, the curiosity is killing me, especially what happens with the Chief-Raiders game tonight. Right. Well, like we said, if Cleveland can stay close until week mm-hmm. 12, like, you get Watson back, and regardless of all the other stuff he's dealing with. He can play. He can play. He's a top-five quarterback. Yep. So if they're a game or two back in that division, they're right there. Yep. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. So jumping down to the Bears Vikings game. So this was a weird, weird game. Super weird. Because the Vikings <laughs> had it the entire time. And then Justin Fields was like, wait a minute, I'm a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he actually had a good stat line five mm-hmm. for tw- 15 for 21, 208 yards and a touchdown. 
That is his best non-weird stat line he's had the entire year. It's not 70 or 83 yards or whatever. That's a really good stat line. No turnovers. And he had eight carries of 47 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy named Justin Jefferson is just really good. And that that's it. That's all we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins started out like 17 for 17. Or he did. Like yeah, that. but that, that's, he's 17 yeah. in a row. Yeah. Um, and Justin Jefferson's a monster. But like you were saying, Fields, I know we've ragged on him because he hasn't had the stat lines. But watching him in that game – I get why coaches want to have him. Mm-hmm. Like he he seems like whenever he takes off for a run, he's making a good run. Mm-hmm. And it's just if you put him in Washington, like with those receivers, yep. I think he is way better. I agree. You know, and he so you see the talent there, and it's developing. And like we said, this division, it's not a runaway favorite. No, like, not, like, not, not since Sunday when the Packers lost. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Minnesota looked great. Like we said, Justin Jefferson, huge game. Dalvin Cook had a big game. Um, it's just, like, Chicago played well. I would not have expected it to be this close. No. And they, they kept it in. They, they came back. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, the fact that they are coming back. Fields had a good game. Dalvin Cook's a monster. Uh, yeah, Chicago is dangerous. Now, Vikings are leading the division, but Chicago is – Still two and three, mm-hmm. um, so I'm curious to see. This is going to be a big year for Fields. He's going to take. He needs to take a somewhat of a leap. Mm-hmm. He needs to have stat lines like that moving forward mm-hmm. if he's going to actually be a contender. Yeah, and this is another one where he didn't have a running game to support him. Nope. I mean Montgomery didn't play well. Herbert didn't have a good game. Though it was all on Fields. Yep. And he almost brought him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs weapons. He needs mm-hmm. either to go somewhere with weapons or something, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got to do something. This is the, he, they need to. I know they have a bunch of draft picks. I know they traded Khalil Mack to yep. the Chargers. So they'll have picks next year and stuff. But they, they need to make an impact on that yep. big time. And like we've talked about with that division, it's going to open up. I mean, yep. Detroit did not look good this week. God's going to let me down. Yeah, we'll get to that. But Rodgers, we don't know how long he has left. Minnesota, you know, Cousins is reaching the end of that contract. So who knows what they're going to do with him. That's true. Like – if they can put weapons around fields in the next year or two, they have a shot no. to be competitive. Do you think Rogers thinks he's in the matrix? <laughs> he seems like that kind he's of been person. taking the red pill. Yeah. He's definitely been taking the red pill. <laughs> like, I just feel like he's just like, he's the, I don't know. I just see him as like, I could see that. I could definitely see it. Like he, he's like, Oh, I know what's going on yeah. here. Yeah. This is a nice little simulation. Anyway, that's, that's a different <laughs> podcast, but, um, diving down. Uh, so speaking of Ryan Gosling, Detroit, New England. So I picked up, I picked up, Jared Goff got thought he he's actually up, up coming up till Sunday he was leading the league in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Nicole was giving me crap. I'm like, no, he's literally leading the league. He's tied with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's crazy. I'm like, I know, but it's it's happening. And then I don't know what happened there. It was just atrocious. He got me six points. I, he looked awful. He just he was. But honestly, I think the Patriots defense stepped up. They did. Um, uh, they played really well. I don't know where they've been the last four weeks, but apparently this week they were like, yeah, we're going to win this game. Um, but I think the big conversation's got to be old Zappy. I know, Bailey Zappy. <laughs> Who, where, what, what, did I say it was Kansas State when I looked? No, Western Kentucky, excuse me. He's a rookie, isn't he? He's a rookie, yeah. I mean, he's a third-string quarterback. I mean, <laughs> Brian Horro came in for a breath last week, <laughs> gets knocked out. Zappy yeah. comes in. They won last week, didn't they? They won. They won last week, and I they think. won this week. I thought they won last week. Now, hold on. I know I'm, I like to make things up because it's more right. interesting, but I want to make sure I'm not making this up. 
they no they sorry wow. they they lost but it was cr- by a field goal. In my head, they won because yeah. they lost by a field goal to the Packers yeah. with a third-string rookie going right. against Aaron Rodgers. That's and it was early too. When Hoyer went out, it was very early. Um, so they won this week, but he's playing really well. Well, they showed a, a stat. He's the first quarterback in New England history, or not in history, since like '87 to have to win his first home game and also have a touchdown. Really? Yeah. Weird. Super weird stat. 87. But, yeah, but it's you. He did that, and there's this other guy that happened to win a bunch of world or Super Bowls with them, who didn't do that. Yeah, you yeah. Kind true. of omit his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't talk about him. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was like you said, it was the defense. I mean, the defense and then New England's running game is what won that game. Yeah, and Zappy was good enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Steve, yeah, Stevenson had 25 carries for 161 yards. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers. What seven catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Big game. Yeah, that was a huge game for New England. I just, you think though, if you looked at this, you'd be like, oh, Mac Jones came back early. No, no, <laughs> no. Zappy, Zappy came in and said, "This is my day." Yeah, and I think Detroit, um, you know, they got down early, so in the second half they had some fourth downs where they went for it to try to catch up, and that's why you know you have zero points on the board. Yep, because um, they were moving the ball like. Goff had the yards. They, they had some run in, runs in there. It's just they didn't put the points up. No, I don't. I'm mad. I'm, you know what, though? I'm going to start him again because I know if I don't start him, mm-hmm. he's going to put up like four touchdowns. Damn, <laughs> we piss. I know my luck. That's what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> uh, this next game is actually very interesting, and I, I still don't understand parts of it. So uh, New Orleans versus Seattle. Uh, New Orleans won 39-32, also a crazy game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know why Andy Dalton's in the game. Yeah, who started I, I, Taysom Hill? I, 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 I put a waiver claim in, and I'm going to get him Yeah. because so, I'm in last place and I suck <laughs> at fantasy football. But because I, I just need a quarterback, and he seems to be – he's averaging like 18 points a game in fantasy yeah. football, which no. is stupid. But, yeah, so the, the Saints won, but Taysom Hill had nine carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, and then one of them, so they were down, what was it? It was 31. No. They were down. Or maybe it was 32. Maybe it was a tie game. Or it, it was 32 to 31. That's what it, okay. So how did they get to 39 they, then? They went for two? two point oh, okay. Yep. So they, yeah, th- th- there wasn't even a lot of time left, but Seattle scored, and it was like the next two plays. Taysom Hill broke off a 60-yard run for a touchdown. Yep. You understand, this man's the size of like a linebacker. Yep. Like there are much faster defensive players on the field, but by God – he just he just ran through them and ran around them. So and they knew it was coming. It yes. was him and a bunch of tight ends on the field. Well, and I, I was telling Nicole watching it. I'm like, if you, it's like Lamar, like they do the, they do RPOs, they run the ball every time. They don't right. get like, Taysom doesn't throw that often because no. he just runs you over. And Lamar does the same thing. I'm like, oh, he's an RPO. I'm like, he's not going to hand it to Dobbins. He's going to run the ball. He did it to the Bengals all Sunday night. Yeah. But like Taysom, holy crap! Why is Dalton even starting? Uh, I mean, you have to give the illusion you want to throw. I, I guess. guess. I don't know. But either way, I feel like you could just run the ball. But Dalton had a decent day, 16 for 24, 108 yards, touchdown interception. Um, and then the C- Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith. Okay. Geno freaking Smith. I don't know what's going on. This is weird. He's he's in like a top five quarterback on the NFL right now as far mm-hmm. as all of his stats. Mm-hmm. He's out playing Russell. You could blindfold Geno Smith at this point 
and let, he would still outplay Russell Wilson. It's crazy. It's and I was telling Nicole, he was drafted by the Jets back in what 2015 from mm-hmm. West Virginia. He was not good. He just made stupid decisions. He uncorked two balls, one one touchdown to Lockett was in quadruple coverage, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a jump ball. Like he put it just in the right spot to where yep. Lockett was the only one catching the ball. Yep. And I just, I, re- I remember winding the TV and I'm like, you've got to see this. Like I, mm-hmm. usually with these, you know quarterbacks that were draft first round picks and they come back like Trubisky like yeah they might learn a little bit but you like you said last week like you know what you're or two weeks ago you know what you're getting with Geno Smith you know what you're getting apparently not I did not know this was happening no, no. this is I mean they're contenders for the division because yeah. the Rams just lost the yeah. Niners are doing okay the Cardinals are the Cardinals I mean they're they're right in the mix of this yeah if you'd have told me after trading Russell they'd be in second place, like fighting for the division, I would have laughed at you. I would have thrown things at you. I might have spit at you. Yeah, but this is crazy. Well, and they had Penny go down, and he's out for the year with an ACL, I think. Yes. Um, so now you have Kenneth Walker, who they drafted, and he had a good game. Eight carries, eighty-eight yards, and a touchdown. Yep. So if he can keep running and take some of the pressure off Geno, like if and if that defense holds up, it didn't play well against New Orleans, but. They have a shot, like you said. Yeah. Um, the other thing the Saints I wanted to point out, Alvin Kamara is a monster. Yes, he is. He had <laughs> over 100 yards on the ground, 91 yards catching on eight receptions. Yes. <laughs> like He was a do-it-all kind of guy today. Yeah. Or not today, yesterday. Yeah. I mean, Landry and Thomas were both out. So it was Olave out wide, and then <laughs> – it was just Kamara. Well, then Alave got hurt. I don't know if you saw that hit. Like he caught oh, it. Yeah, they called it a touchdown. Which I don't know if touch. I think they felt bad because. But he went. He got knocked out. Yeah, because he went limp. His body like limped, like fell over. It was. It was very hard to watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he called it a touchdown though. It got me yeah. points. But I hope he's okay. Right. Because he's my stud right now. He's like my one bright spot in this world. <laughs> dark, dark world I'm in. So, but yeah, Seattle. Your Titans won. They, the Titans, <laughs> you're right. They did win. I, every, everything else, can, I don't even care. Yeah. Titans won. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I picked up Hill. I'm sure next week I'll have two points. But right. you know, that's just me. But right. yeah, good game for the Saints. I, th- this is such a weird. And we'll get to the Tampa game. But this is such a weird year for divisions. It really is. There's only like two divisions where you have like people just running away with it. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so jumping down, so Jets, another weird game, Super Jets, weird Dolphins. Game. Now, granted, so the Jets and Dolphins played. Uh, Jets won forty to seventeen. Um, another weird game, though, because that's a little um, misleading. Yes, Bridgewater um, was Teddy Bridgewater was a starter because Tua was still out with his back concussion, foot, whatever, whatever situations <laughs> happening. Yeah. Uh, and then Bridgewater comes in really early. And he basically, I guess they said the eye in the sky, the camera, where they watch for head injuries and things like that with players, saw him wobble a little bit, mm-hmm. and they pulled him out of the game. Yep. And with what happened the two or two weeks ago, they're not messing around. So they went ahead and pulled him out, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So then they put this – this is the Kansas State guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skyler Thompson, yes. the third-string quarterback – for uh, Miami, played at Kansas State. He was a was I think he's I think I saw he was a, like a sixth or seventh seventh round pick I believe. Um, but yeah, so he came in actually you know for what it's worth, didn't play awful considering he got thrown into it. And the Jets do not have a bad defense. No. Um, but the, really, it was um, 
I, I always forget his first name. Raheem Morissette. Um, Mostert. Mostert. Morissette. Yep. What am I thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking of someone else. But he had a phenomenal game running the ball for Miami. You know, 18 mm-hmm. carries, 113 yards and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill had a kind of a quiet day. But when you're dealing with a third-string quarterback, I think that's kind of what happens. Yep. Um, and Zach Wilson, uh, welcome back. He played pretty well. Um was it 14 of 14 for 21, 210 yards? He did not have a rushing touchdown, or excuse me, not have a throwing touchdown, but he had a good old Philly special, didn't mm-hmm. No, rushing touchdown. And he had a Philly special. Am I making all that up? Uh, he had a run. He had the run. I know he had the I, run. The Philly special was last week, I think. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, that because that was his first touchdown back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just mixing up weeks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the Jets won 40 uh, 17, and Bryce Hall, wow. Like, I know him and Michael Carter were kind of splitting carries there for a while, but 15 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Oh, and then two catches for 100 yards. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. So, really, where do all these touchdowns come from? So, yeah, they – like I was saying, the game – the scores are a little misleading because it was 19-17 to going into the fourth quarter. Yes. And then uh, I think there was a fumble and a pick or something like that. Uh, where the Jets basically just had the ball the whole fourth quarter and got points in. Jeez, old Pete. Yeah. Um, the most exciting thing for me, Sauce Gardner got his first interception. Yeah, he did. Which is awesome. I saw him jump that route, too. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It doesn't matter if it's a third string. It counts as an interception. Exactly. Love to see those Bearcats doing well. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what they had. They had five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, Braxton Berrios. Every every running back start that had a carry start. Got a touchdown. <laughs> Every running back. That's crazy. That is that's weird. Mm-hmm. Good for them, but yeah, the Jets are so the Jets are what they are over five hundred for the first time since two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and now they're <laughs> right in that division. I mean, they're tied with Miami. Yeah, I mean the AFC is in like shambles. Like you right. have if you if you if so if you get rid of the Ravens, you get rid of the Bills, you get rid of the Titans who aren't like blowing anyone away, um, and you get rid of the who am I missing the. Chiefs? Chief, yes, Chiefs. Like, you don't have outliers. There's no, no – I think they're, they're, in the AFC, there's no badass second team. So, mm-hmm. like, it's – it's you have three wild card spots. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting. But the Jets are right in the mix. Yeah, it's crazy. Matter of fact, they're up there in the mix. So the, I think that if, if it ended right now, I, think, I believe they'd almost have – I think they had a wild card spot. That's wild. That's weird. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. Yeah. Because ever since the butt fumble, the Jets have been just been cursed. Yeah. But, if, you know, what I think happened, Tim – is once the, the, the butt punt happened, I feel like that the That, that passed, reversed their fortune. Yes. Yeah. They, they switched butts, and that rarely went the other direction. They switched butts. They switched butts. Is that a thing? That seems like a thing. I mean, who would have thought at the end of week five, the Patriots would be in last place in that division? Not me. I, you know what? I love consistent things in life, and I love that I can always count on the Jets and the Browns to lose football games. And that, mm-hmm. and there's, it's not happening. It's kind of like when you go home, and you like you go to your grandma's house, and you smell like mothballs or whatever in the mm-hmm. attic. You're like, oh, it's grandma. Like mm-hmm. That's how I feel the Jets and Browns. Like, oh, you guys suck. You're really <laughs> making me feel good. And the fact that they're competing in games and now they're over 500, mm-hmm. something's wrong, Tim. Right. Something's really, really wrong. <laughs> uh, and then I know I briefly brought this up earlier, but the, the Buccaneers-Falcons game. So this is – not only was this a very controversial game, mm-hmm. but this specific – uh, game. I mean, this this could decide the part of the division. Like, if the Falcons go on a roll, like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, so the the Buccaneers won twenty one fifteen, and the 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 big talk. No one out. No one had a crazy numbers. Brady had a really good day. 351 yards and a touchdown. Um, but the big thing was the what was it? The roughing the passer call. Yep. Uh, against Tom Brady, where he 
it felt like he was lightly laid down on the ground mm-hmm. and that's not what happened like or that, that that's what it looked like they didn't slam be slammed down i think it was a third down it was a third down and they flagged him for uh roughing the passer 15 yard penalty automatic mm-hmm. first down then brady went down and scored yeah because atlanta was coming back yep. it was 21 to nothing going into the fourth quarter mm-hmm. atlanta scored 15 unanswered and if they had gotten that fourth down Mariota would have had a shot yep. to go win the game. And like like you were saying, there was no ill intent from Grady Jarrett sacking no. Tom Brady. Like no. he laid laid him on the ground and then jumped up with his fist in the air, running over to the bench, like, Oh yeah, we did it, fourth down. And then they threw the flag. Yeah. And it was just ridiculous. When I saw it live, now what I what I first saw, he jumped up and it looked like he need Tom's Brady Tom's Brady, Tom Brady's helmet. And mm-hmm. so I thought they were gonna they flagged him for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct or something mm-hmm. like that, like or celebrating in front of Tom Brady. But then they flag him for that. And I'm like, what? I mean, everyone started booing. It was it was such a terrible call. But now now the division's gone. That game could have been all of a sudden you have the Falcons in first place right. with a tiebreaker, and now you have the Buccaneers are in first place. So really, it's a two game swing, honestly, yep. because one's two and three, one's three and two. But even if the Falcons win the wet to win next week, and the, and the Buccaneers lose. The Buccaneers still have first place because they have the tiebreaker because they beat Atlanta. So yep. that was a bad call. Uh, I know they're trying to overcorrect from the Tua situation, but it, I don't know. It's like when they when they used to start, they started banning celebrations. Mm-hmm. If they like, I love the Key and Peele skit when they do that. <laughs> but like, it, it, I know you're trying to overcorrect, but like, come on, it's not fun. Like, what do you want right. them to do? Especially when it's costing teams games. Yes. Like, if you want to do that, if you want to make a point, do it in the first quarter. Right. Make some stupid call in the first quarter. Not, right. I, I hear all the announcers all the time, oh, that was a great no call. I don't understand that logic. Mm-hmm. If it's a foul, it's a foul. So why are there times you don't throw the flag because you don't feel like it or like it's inappropriate, but there's other times that you throw too many flags because you're being told to? I fully believe Roger Goodell was like, you flag all of them. Yeah. Like, every hit, everything that's even remotely close, you flag them. I want them to know we're watching. Yeah, and I mean, we'll get to the Kansas City-Vegas game later, but they had a call at the end of the first half mm-hmm. where um, Kansas City got flagged for a oh, passer. And it, that was even worse than yeah. the Tom Brady one. Um, but, yeah, going back to Tom Brady, he threw 52 times. Shouldn't be happening. Like, you have a 45-year-old quarterback. His arm's going to fall off. Like, you need – granted – their running game, again, these teams that don't have running games, and you have a 45-year-old quarterback, you should have a running game. Yeah, and Fournette did, I mean, 14 carries, which isn't a lot, 56 yards and a touchdown. Fournette also had 10 catches for 83 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But you 53 times, you think you'd have more points than 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just seems, especially when, since you won the game, I get if you were behind trying to catch up, but this is that just seems yeah. kind of strange. Yeah, I did not get that play calling. But. Now, Mariota actually looked good, didn't turn the ball over, so that's something. That's a huge plus in his direction. Yeah. They're, the Falcons are an interesting one because it was – I don't think anybody really thought they would be competitive this year. And then no. you have Corderell Patterson go on IR, and it's where do you go? And they looked dead to rights in this game for yeah. three quarters. And then and all of a sudden back. they woke up. Mm-hmm. And Mariota can play. He can. He's just – he's not elite, but he he ran – he led the team in rushing yards. He mm-hmm. didn't turn the ball over. I mean, I think he did okay. Uh, he just needs – you're going to need a team around him that can support him. Right. Um, with Cordell Patterson out, I just don't I don't see that. Yeah. 
I don't either. At all. I'm curious when we see Desmond Ritter. But Mariota's playing well enough that I don't think it's time for Ritter yet. And they're, and they're still in the mix. So Yeah, they're so close. You so. don't put Ritter in. Right. Ooh, this AFC South game. You know, I did enjoy this. Texans versus Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Because I need the Jaguars to lose. I'm a very calculated person like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really care if I, 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 like the Texans or the Jaguars were, what, leading the division? Right? Yeah, they were, they were two and two. If they would have won, they'd have been tied with the Titans. Well, the Texans are terrible. They got their first win. Yay for the Texans. But uh, honestly, Trevor Lawrence is bad. He looks all bad again. Yeah, That's it's it. Yeah, it's the second bad game in a row. Yep. And he threw a couple picks. They were not good. No, he's. It's it's like he's throwing. It reminds me of college, where they throw as soon as they see the receiver is open. Mm-hmm. By then. You can do that against college players because they're college players. Most of these guys aren't going to the NFL. You can't do that against the best team, best players from all the college teams around the country that are now playing together because they're going to pick your ball off, which mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. You have to anticipate it and throw the ball before they're there. And I feel like Lawrence is he's he's got a great arm. He's got everything looks phenomenal, and then it's just it's a late throw. Yep, every time. And they have a good defense. Like if he didn't have those interceptions, they would have won that game. Yep. Um, you know, Travis Etienne is getting healthier each week and he mm-hmm. looks great. He is fast. Yes. Like He's some good. of those plays he had. But like Davis Mills did not have a great game. I mean he didn't turn the ball over, but he only had 140 yards. But Damian Pierce. Dude, he's so fast. Did that did you see the run he had where he yeah. got I think it was like it took seven of the Jaguars to take him down by the Dragon. end of it. It reminded me of Javante Williams last year. Yes. Like, like he ran so hard. And mm-hmm. he's he's not a big guy either. He's tiny. Yep. And he just, I mean, it, he got hit like three times, kept going, bounced off two more, and then finally I think it took two or three of them to take him down. And he's mm-hmm. like a buck 90 soaking wet and like five foot nine. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't How big are his quads, Tim? <laughs> Jeez, old Pete's. Bigger than mine, that's for sure. Yeah, apparently. Because <laughs> I, I just, it's impressive. You think like Derrick Henry, you expect that right. kind of. Or like uh, the bus or something, you know, with Jerome Bettis. But not not this tiny little guy. No. You expect him to juke and run around him. Right. Which was interesting. Yeah. I just, you know, with the Trevor Lawrence conversation, it's, you know, the NFL is hard. I get mm-hmm. that. It's hard to win a game. But you have, I mean, he looked great the first not the first week, but the next couple games looked phenomenal and then has been bad the last two weeks. Like the thing that I would want as a coach is just consistency. Like, yeah, if you're going to give me one touchdown, one pick a game, that's fine. If I know that's what I'm going to get, I can work with that. Yeah. If it's three touchdowns and no picks and then no touchdowns and two picks and like, you just, it's hard to just coach the game when you have your quarterback who has been playing well and then all of a sudden doesn't play well. Yeah. No, I I agree with you on that. It's I don't understand it, and, and the and the the clock's ticking mm-hmm. for Lawrence. Like, it's his second year. <coughs> Excuse me. He's supposed to be good. He's not. Mm-hmm. He is, sometimes he is. Other other times he's not. I, I don't know what you do. You have an offensive Doug Peterson down there coaching. Mm-hmm. At what point is it? You know, you're, you get into year three, and it's like, all right, we might be dealing him sometime soon, because I just I just don't see it. It's not happening the way it's supposed to be happening, with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, you've all these other guys. We're talking about Zappo in New England, and yeah. all these quarterbacks that like aren't even supposed to. Like uh, Geno Smith, like mm-hmm. Geno Smith is out playing Trevor Lawrence. What? How is that even a thing? You know what I mean? And I, I think that's that. Uh, that's the problem I have. Yeah, and he has enough 
I feel like he has enough around him to yes. be competitive. Like yep. we were talking earlier, if you switch him and Justin Fields, how is Fields doing in Jacksonville with that those weapons? Probably, probably I would I would bet better. Yeah. I would. I would agree with that. Even if they don't win the games, I think he'll play better. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a struggle. Um, this next game is interesting, and I have a question for you. At the end of it, oh, I saw S. Smith for the Panthers, and I was like, Steve Smith? I was like, <laughs> He's back. They that desperate? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so the next game is the San Francisco 49ers um, against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Niners won 37-15. It was a slight beatdown. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, babe, grabs into the drink. God, I love that freaking thing. <laughs> but, I mean, 18 for 30, 253 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Wilson ran 17 carries, 120 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and Ayuk had a decent game receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCaffrey, had a, I know, had a ton of catches. Uh, Baker, some, he struggles. I, I can't – I still can't put my finger on Baker. Yeah. Like, he, well, we watched the game, and she'd be like, that was amazing throw. I'm like, he can make amazing throws. Mm-hmm. And then he makes really stupid throws. And I don't I don't understand it. I, right. I, the, the consistency is, the, the, like with Lawrence, it, it's a problem. Like, he'll put dimes on, like, 40 yards on the field, and then he can't make easy throws. And I don't understand any of it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and he, he left the game uh, with an injury. But, yeah, like you were saying, he – He's one of those guys that he came out of college and he was so fiery and competitive. And it was one of those things where you love to have him on your team because of how competitive he is. But Mm -hmm. if you're his opponent, you hate him. And I kind of wonder if that attitude um, grates on people. Yeah, I think it does. If you're not winning. Right. Yeah. And so you have this guy who can make those plays but then doesn't or makes mistakes. And – I'm sure the team around him is like, dude, what what are you doing? Like, yeah. you know, you're better than this. Yep. And he's just struggling. And like when you have a guy like McCaffrey, I don't understand why you don't just give him the ball. Yeah, I don't either. Like he had 14 carries. He had seven catches. So he had 21 touches, which is yeah. solid. But when you're McCaffrey, you should be pushing for 30. Yeah, think. you need to use him if you want to win. Like I said, if you win that game, like you're still in the mix. I mean, one and four, you're not out of it, I guess. But like, you you got a lot of room to climb with an offense that's not fiery. Right. So I, I don't actually see that happening. But Garoppolo's looking <coughs> pretty good. He is. And you know who didn't look good is Trey Lance. That's true. And I and like last year, I, he looked okay last year when he came in. But you know, is there is there a and the and the Niners are in first place. Mm-hmm. Is there a world here where Garops takes them to the playoffs again, <laughs> and they're like, "Let's just stick with it"? Because now Trey Lance is his first year; he gets hurt game one. Like, is is that is that a thing? Would that happen? This feels like the Carson Wentz Nick Foles situation in Philly. It's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, I I would bet that no matter what Garoppolo does this year. It is still Lance starting next year. No matter what. No matter what. Win a Super Bowl. No matter like if they. Yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it matters. Like they have staked their future on Trey Lance. They picked him to start this year, and you just like as much as Garoppolo can do, that's great. But their team is not built around the quarterback. No, it's not. And you can plug and play with a decent quarterback, and they're going to win games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do. I think if they squeak into the playoffs, no, I don't think Garoppolo will unseat 
uh, Trey Lance. But at the same time, like, if they make a run, get the NFC Championship because the NFC is weak right now, like, you don't think that he if he wins Wild Card Weekend, he wins the divisional round, and he goes to the NFC Championship, and puts up a fight. I think Garoppolo is playing for his next team. Yeah, well, uh, if if I'm wrong, he doesn't stay. Boy, that paycheck's going to be high. Oh, yeah. It's like Flacco in Baltimore. Yes. It? They talked about it the other yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. He got paid because he won the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm just curious to see what happens. I mean, Trey Lance has done not, not a lot to impress me. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm just curious to see what happens. But the yeah. Niners are in first place. That's all, are. that's all I know. And the other thing with Carolina, they fired Matt Rule today. Uh, yeah, so, I did see that. So he's out. Um, he was, I think, eleven and twenty-seven in his time as a head coach. Well, he's the, you get these. How many times are these hot? Uh, like, oh, I, I'm a badass offense. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm coming from college, and mm-hmm. they just they fall on their face. Matt oh, Rule yeah. did it. No one will talk about it. Cliff Kingsbury is doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the Who was the other? Oh, the, he went to Philly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. But like all these hot college yeah. co- coaches come in and they fall on their face. The Hardballs are the two I can think of that did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Yep. But otherwise, you just don't get a lot. Urban Meyer is a good example. Like <laughs> you just don't get a lot of great college. Have you? You don't watch Great Iron Heights. Chip Kelly. That Chip Kelly. That's yeah. it. You don't watch Great Iron Heights. But no. He. At one point, that when it's Urban last year, and he's like, introducing young kids, you don't have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is like, you, you still have to pass. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. But that's, <laughs> excuse me. It is different. It is very different. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how many times I watch it happen uh, with these college quarterbacks, coaches. It's, it's the reason. Like, Saban was garbage in the NFL. Right. And then he went to college and was like, yeah, I'll go to Alabama. Yeah. I feel like those guys, like Dabo Sweeney, should never leave Clemson. Like, no, I agree. I mean, maybe if it's another college, but I'm sure there are NFL teams knocking on his door every off season. He's like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, Thanks. Nope, I'm, gonna I'm stay making here. just as much money here. Yeah, and yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I agree with you it. completely on that. Mm-hmm. But it's always it's interesting. But I feel like NFL coaches go well into the college ranks. Yes, because if you can go to the NFL, yes. You already have that. College is so interesting because, like, it's just Penny Hardaway at Memphis. Like, mm-hmm. Penny's never been a coach before. But when you you would you want to play for an NBA Hall of Famer if that's what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and you don't have to pay him. Yeah, I'll go to Memphis and play if I can play next to Penny Hardaway and have yep. him teach me. Yep. So college is just different when you have those co- coaches that have been at that that level. Yeah. As if, a player, you want to play for them. Yeah, if they can get the talent there, like college is much more determined by the talent. Yep. Because in the NFL, everybody's good. Everyone, even the bad players, like could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Eli, when Eli went and did his thing at Penn State yeah. with the head, like Eli Chad hasn't Powers. played football in three years, four yeah. years, yeah. and he still just tore it up because <laughs> he still got it. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm dropping bombs. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Eli, Eli surprised me how funny he is. Oh yeah, him. I, I mean, they're all really funny, but and Cooper's really they're all Cooper funny. Cooper is funny. Yeah. Uh, that 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 uh, MGM commercial where like Cooper guesses the twenty seven le- uh, yes. words. That, oh my yeah. gosh! He was like, "How is that even a thing?" <laughs> Stop guessing helmet catch. <laughs> um, uh, so diving down. So th- this is I'm excited. I want you to go first. Uh, the Dallas Rams game. Yes. So Dallas wins twenty two to ten versus the reigning Super Bowl champions, mm-hmm. and go. I will eat my words. Cooper Rush, 4-0 this year. Yep. 
four and zero this year. Five and zero as a starter. As a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he. <laughs> It's not like he had an amazing game. Let's just be clear on that. Yeah. He had 102 yards passing. His QBR was 16.6. Mm-hmm. But you have Pollard and Elliott, who both have good games on the ground, and that defense with Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence coming off the edge. Yep. And Trayvon Diggs hawking balls in the uh, defensive backfield. Like, they're just solid. And – I am so surprised because at the end of week one, when Dak Prescott was out, I was like, there's no way that Dallas is going to be competitive with mm-hmm. this guy that I've never heard of. And I was so wrong. Yep. Round out off four in a row. And there is this brewing quarterback controversy in Dallas. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's true, though. I mean, so just to go back to the Dallas defense, because I started them and I almost didn't. Five sacks, interception, two fumble recoveries. They got a touchdown for one of the fumble recoveries, and they blocked a kick. Jeez, that's, <laughs> that's insane. That's like they did everything. You If they would have blocked a punt and returned a touchdown, like, that's it. That, you've done everything you can do as a defense on fantasy football. That's crazy. Yeah. But they um, – yeah, Cooper Rush – but, like, Cooper usually does more than that. However, mm-hmm. he didn't have to. No. I, I think that's the, the kicker here is, like – the last couple of weeks, he's throwing well. He's not throwing interceptions. And Elliott and Pollard actually showed up. And they had, like, Pollard, I still don't. I, I love Zeke because he's a Buckeye. Pollard had eight carries for 86 yards. Mm-hmm. Why is he not getting every touch? Yeah. This reminds me of when the Titans drafted Chris Johnson back in, like, 2006, 2007. And we had Lindell White from USC. Mm-hmm. Lindell White was, like, an out-of-shape Derrick Henry, but he could hit you. But really, once you drafted Chris Johnson, you kind of knew we were going to Chris, Chris, Chris Johnson. But then you had a year of uh, lightning and thunder, yep. thunder and lightning. And it was yep. like, R- R-, I mean, <laughs> really, though, it's it's time for Chris Johnson to take over for the next three or four years. Mm-hmm. And I just never really grasped. What, Zeke is costing an arm and a leg. They should definitely go ahead and get rid of him and let Pollard run this offense. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, but I'm going to ask you on here. When what are the people in Belgium gonna think? <laughs> so Prescott is probably out this coming week. Um, but when Prescott is back, whether that is two weeks from now or a month from now, are you starting Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott? I mean, it depends. If you're asking me, if you're saying next week Dak's back, mm-hmm. right now, I, I say you keep Cooper Rush in there. I, I don't know what in the I don't know who in the world would not. Um, I mean, I know who wouldn't. Jerry Jones wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, dude, Dak he he did not. Do you remember game one? He was terrible. I know. I know. And he's he's injury prone. And honestly, we're win- if we're winning now, if we get in there and he goes, you know, he has two bad weeks, and you know, Dak's almost recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Dak in, no mm-hmm. problem. But I'm just I don't care how much you're paying the guy. Just just let Cooper play and see what happens. I'm not even saying he's your future, but at the same time, right. like it's it's the analytics. If you put Cooper Rush up next Dak, Dak Prescott stats, you put Dak Prescott in ten times out of ten. Mm-hmm. However, go with your gut. What are you seeing? I'm seeing a quarterback not throwing interceptions, making good throws, and his team loves him and rallies around him. And you're winning football games. Mm-hmm. Why throw a rock into the palm when it's calm? <laughs> like that. That's my honest to god take on it. Yeah. I just can't see how 
if they stick to the way they're playing now, where it is we're going to lean on our defense and our running game, and then you have – if you throw Dak in there instead of Cooper Rush, Dak is clearly more talented. So he's going to make those throws when you need them. You don't want him dropping back 50 times. No. Because like you said, he is injury prone, and the offensive line isn't great. Um, but I would – trust him more in the crunch time situations than I would Cooper Rush. And like I said, Cooper Rush has impressed me, 4-0. Mm-hmm. He has not made mistakes, but he is game managing. And I think if you ask coaches, they want a guy who has the opportunity to make more plays. Yeah. And Dak has the more upside, but if he can't yeah. show it, all I have to do off is week one, mm-hmm. he looked like garbage. The entire game. He didn't get hurt till the end of the fourth quarter. I like, will say week one, it was against Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay's defense is scary this year. Mahomes tore him up. Well, yeah. I know he's Mahomes. I know it's an outlier, but at the same time, I mean, Mariota played well against him. Mm-hmm. I, Dak didn't throw a Mariota touchdown. Mariota did not play well against them. He had a touchdown. Dak can't say he had a touchdown. <laughs> Dak didn't score a touchdown versus the Buccaneers. But Tampa Bay only gave up 15 points to Atlanta. It's You're right. Like You're absolutely right. I'm just saying that. Dak could have played – I just go off what's in front of me. And yeah. I think Dak really struggled week one. Yeah. But speaking of struggling, Matthew Stafford, um, I, I know you bought him and it worked and you got a Super Bowl out of him, but he looks so bad. Yeah, he's like, struggling. Every week. There's not been a week where he's just even remotely dominated the game. But they've mm-hmm. won, but it's not because Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, Jesus. I'm, get, I'm getting confused. You see what I'm doing now? Matthew <laughs> Stafford. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Dallas had five sacks, so he was under pressure a lot. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he had 300 yards, but it, it's, again, this thing where you have this one-dimensional offense. Like, they can't run the ball. Nope. And then they basically only have Cooper Cup. That's it. It's Cooper it. Cup and Higby. That's yeah. it. Like, there's no one else catching the ball. Like, that's not a complicated offense to stop. No. So, even if you had Tom Brady back there, I don't think it would be great. No. I mean, Allen Robinson, I, I, I not only did I bench him – I cut him because I was like, I'm done with you. Like, you're yeah. so bad. And I, like I said, it's, it, I, I laugh when I watch the game. I'm like, it's Higby or Cup. It's Higby or Cup. And it is yep. nine times out of ten, it's Higby or Cup. And they have another guy I don't know the name of. He catches it sometimes. but And their running game's cr- trash. And Stafford just doesn't. I mean, the, D- Dallas is not live. If this was the only game that he was having a bad game, I'd be easier on him. But this is game five where he's just struggled right. across the board. Right. Um, so I feel like they're going to have to figure something out with that. They're going to get a running game going or make a trade. I mean, they are, they are trade. They trade everyone and they've went and bought a team in one Super Bowl. I think you go out and get a running back because I, I don't know what else to do here. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like they trade away everybody last year and bought the team yep. to win the Super Bowl. They got the Super Bowl, but yeah. now they're dealing with the consequences. They'll get Odell back. That's yeah. what they need. Cause I think him and him, cause Odell produced next. That's what I understand. Next to Cup, Od- Odell produced very well because I picked him up. He was a great pickup. Yeah. But for some reason, this year, no one else next to Cup is doing well. So right. I'm going to go get the uh, common denominator and go get uh, Odell Beckham because he should be probably recovered here in a couple weeks. Yeah. So he should be good to go. I saw he had – there was an Instagram post where it was um, the odds for what team was going to pick up Odell. Mm-hmm. And so I think the Rams were third or something like that. And – Odell commented, and he was like, NFL, don't listen to this. Can I bet on this? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. 
I mean, you're not in the NFL. So you should be right. fun. So. Right. Yeah, I guess it is a weird situation. Could I mean, you're you're a neutral party. Yeah. You don't have like he's not employed by the NFL right now. So I guess I guess the the <laughs> I guess the thing would be is there a is there a like a thing open at Caesars like a bet like a oh yeah. ten to one or like uh I'll make right. that bet right I'll bet my entire new contract on that right. like, I'm sure <laughs> right. I'm sure there's something something yeah. there uh, but yeah. I, who's I, the long shot I'll take them yeah yeah, yeah. oh you, uh, Seattle yeah yeah I'll go to Seattle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one year deal no big deal <laughs> right. you didn't give me give me a couple hundred thousand I'm cool with that right uh, actually that's a really good point. And then going down to Kyler Murray and those gosh darn Cardinals. <laughs> they – so Philadelphia versus uh, Arizona. Philly mm-hmm. won 20 to 17. Oh, Kyler Murray. It's like he doesn't know how to play quarterback. <laughs> That's what I feel like with him. I mean, am I wrong here? Am I wrong? He – you know, he had a decent game. He had 250 yards, touchdown pick. Better than Cooper Rush, I would argue. Yeah, but Cooper Rush won. Cooper Rush won. Yes, I, I, <laughs> that's the, the it's you're, those hidden you're, yards. You're gonna keep bringing. That. Yeah, I'm gonna keep bringing it up because it's like yeah. you you can have these great stat lines, but you have the hidden yards. Like you, it, it just drives me insane mm-hmm. that he just can't. Like even the slide he did. I don't know if you saw the end of that, but like he, it was third and four, and he had a run. Now if he would have dove, he would have got the first down. They could have ran two, three more plays, and kicked the field goal. Mm-hmm. Ain't been really, really close. But instead, so Philly won 20-17. I don't know if I said that, but mm-hmm. he slides. He goes, he gives himself up a yard short. So it's fourth and one. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're done. They can't spike it. Or no, sorry, it was second. The clock was, it was second down. He slid. And then it was third down. And they had to spike it. It was going to run out of time. So they lost the ability to even run on their play. Oh, yeah. And so that was it. Uh, and he slid too early. It was a really, really poor decision. And I just feel like he just sometimes some of these throws he has, he just tosses the ball up. Like he's not picking people apart. He's it's like a I could just a throw it across the middle and see what happens type of throw. Yeah. I don't understand. I just don't understand it. He's got one of the best pers- I mean, Marquise Brown is very good. Zach Ertz is very good. AJ yeah. Green, while a toothpick, like he's still a good receiver. And so I yeah. I do not understand the issue here. Yeah, I was gonna say Marquise Brown has looked phenomenal. The last few mm-hmm. weeks, yeah. like I always thought of him in Baltimore as just this deep threat, yeah. and he is catching balls over the middle. He's getting yards after the catch. Like he's, there was a run yesterday where he took two or three guys with him. Like he's a hard tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think ultimately with this game, Philly is just showing they're a great team. Jalen Hurts is a freak. Jalen Hurts is a freak. Their defense is solid. Uh, I mean, Darius Slay was making plays. I always forget about him out in Philly. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I mean, with Miles Sanders, Grant, he wasn't super efficient. But you have Hurts and Sanders running, and then you have just all these weapons on offense with A.J. Brown and Goddard and Devonta Smith. Like, it, I mean, they're just a tough team. Yeah. I mean, what, what blows me in my mind about uh, Jalen Hurts is that he's running, a, he's running to his left and Devontae Smith is like 25 yards down the field. So if, if you imagine running to your left as a right-handed quarterback, you have to run, you have to stop, you have to pivot, and you have to throw, which takes about a second, and that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching, and you have no power. It's like you're throwing a baseball while fading away the other direction, mm-hmm. and he just uncorks one, and I'm like, that's going to be an interception. And he just hits Devontae Smith right in the freaking chest, like, and Devontae's sliding to catch it. But I'm like, how do you even – 
How's right. that a thing? You're running the. It'd be different if you threw it ten yards down the field. That's not what happened. And I mean, Jalen Hurts is playing phenomenal, and like mm-hmm. he did struggle this game. He did. He didn't have a touchdown pass or anything, but like it's 15 carries for 61 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns. I mean, he's he's so talented. He is. He's about to get paid mm-hmm. big time. If they were smart, I think they they pay him now, because if he makes a run, wins the division. I mean, if he wins the division, you have to pay him 250 million dollars. Yeah. Do you remember who was drafted ahead of him? They were all drafted. I mean, every quarterback, I believe, every starting quarterback was drafted ahead of him. Let's let's figure this out. Yeah, because like like you said, he has looked phenomenal, and I I would not have guessed it when he came out of college. I, I thought he would be another one of those running quarterbacks who mm-hmm. um, just his arm doesn't translate, and he can't like. There are going to be more talented quarterbacks that win the starting job over him. And yes, he has looked great. I mean, he's an MVP front runner right now. Well, and I think what what I love about what Philly's doing too is they are letting him. They're running an offense around him, mm-hmm. like instead of instead of forcing him to be in a certain like box, like let him let him go, let him go. All right. So was Jalen Hurts drafted in two thousand twenty? 2020. 2020. So Joe Burrow was one. Hurt or uh, Herbert. Herbert was six. Tua was five. So I mean, three quarterbacks that I would probably <coughs> before this year would have taken ahead of. I would Hertz. have taken Tua ahead of Hurts. Um, yeah. Yeah, with the hip, I don't. I don't know. He, I, I more than likely I would have because I, I like you said I think Hurts is a Swiss Army knife that can run. He can throw pretty good. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, Philly, I mean, they got him for dirt cheap, and now he's leading their football team. Right. And they had the audacity, at least the audacity to, not audacity, but the smart to actually go ahead and bench Wentz at the time because Hurts was just playing so horrific. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good good job with Philly. And they built a team around him, too. They, they went and got A.J. Brown, which, you know, sometimes when you see a player leave a scheme, you don't know how they're going to play, but next to Devontae Smith – He's playing pretty well. Looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty good, and it still hurts. I thought it'd be better, and it stung a little bit as I talked about <laughs> it. So we're going to move on from that. Um, talk about the game I really don't want to talk about, but uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Zach Taylor is terrible. <laughs> he, If you watch the game at all, he basically he, he's calling all these conservative plays. He's not – like Burrow's not taking shots down the field whatsoever – um, I mean, just like the first two plays were to uh, wide receiver screens out to the like wide to Jamar Chase. What? Why two in a row? Mm-hmm. And then we punted. And then the next drive, we ran the ball with Mixon once. We ran the ball with Jamar Chase once. Then we had an incomplete pass, and we punted. <laughs> I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? Like, why? Why are you doing this? And the defense played well. They held Lamar to realistic numbers. Mm-hmm. We picked them off once because Lamar, it looked like the old Lamar, he overthrew his receiver by about five yards. Mm-hmm. We had the game. We had so many opportunities, and they just blew it. Yeah, I mean, Lamar did not play well. He no. had a couple uh, – there was a drive in the third or fourth quarter where he had a couple guys open that he overthrew. Oh, twice. he Two deep balls he overthrew. Yeah. I mean, whew. Yeah, I mean, he – he didn't go out and win the game. He hit his final drive, he, he moved him and got him in field goal range, and that was great and everything. Yeah. Um, but like you said, he did not look good. The Bengals were without T. Higgins. They kept harping on that. Which hurts. Yeah. Um, and mixing just doesn't look right. Something's off. Yeah. 
Like we were talking about beforehand, P. Ryan was in for a lot of the yep. plays in the second half. Um, they didn't hand the ball to him a lot, but he caught a lot of passes. Yeah, caught four passes. But so I guess my question to you, <coughs> with regard to Zach Taylor, he took you guys to the Super Bowl last year. He didn't do anything. He did. He didn't. He went, no. Sorry, you finish your question. I'm I'm being rude. If your coach takes you to the Super Bowl, and then the following year, like how much leeway does he have? I think he has. People have bad games. So let let me rephrase this. He responded to the criticism and said, "I'm not changing a damn thing." Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Now I'm paraphrasing, but that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. He's like, "We're not going to make any judgment." I'm not changing a damn thing, and it's like you like. I'm a big football fan, but even people like on my Facebook that I know aren't like into it as, as much as I am or maybe don't know as much as I do, I I saw them being like, what kind of plays are you running? Like you're not even throwing the ball down the field. I think it was like Burrow only had five shots of 20-plus yards the entire game mm-hmm. and it was zero completions. What? Like what? It's T. Higgins is out. I understand that, but Tyler Boyd's phenomenal. Jamar Chase is phenomenal. Thank God Hayden Hurst is a beast. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're not even taking shots on the field. Like, And I know it was weird they said uh, the Ravens were playing uh, zone defense the entire time. But I'm like, well, I, I know a lot of teams that play zone defense. Why are you not throwing the ball? You run the routes and you sit in the in the gaps. Just like mm-hmm. you're supposed to and catch the ball. So why? So to answer your question, Tim, it's less about he had a bad game. Because he did have a bad game. But he's like, if he was like, hey, like, I, I played what I thought was going to work. I should have made more adjustments than I didn't. Mm-hmm. That seems like a reasonable answer. You, you you know you messed up a little bit. But instead he's like, no, everything's fine. Basically, he's calling plays, and he shouldn't be calling plays. That's what I th- I don't think he should be calling plays. I don't know why he's calling plays. So do you think – so the last few weeks you've been complaining about Burrow be- – Seeming to be slow on his reads. He is. He still is. So do you think Taylor was trying to give him some of those easier throws? And he could have been. And, and he gave it to him. And he yeah. completed him. Mm-hmm. And then we lost. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, and it's I, – I I just don't understand. Like, Burrow looked better. He's – I was – I'm counting, like, because I'm obsessed. And I'm, as the ball's hiked, I'm counting until he has prote- – like, his protection gives. He's you know, some bad plays. But, like, he's getting three seconds. Yeah. You need to do something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get rid of the ball. And Burrow's being better about that. The first couple of weeks, he was just holding and holding. A couple of times last night, he just held it. But I'm like, you have to be smarter. I don't know what we're doing. It's like, it's like we don't have an identity yet. And we don't – that's what it feels like. Our run game's not there. Burrow's playing conservative. Zach Taylor doesn't it's, – it's, like it's like a perfect storm. Zach Taylor's calling bad plays, which is hurting Burrow's confidence. And for some reason, since we can't throw the ball well right now, we can't run the ball well right now. Mm-hmm. They just keep stuffing. I mean, the fact that they're stuffing the run and we have the best three wide receiver team in the freaking di- – not division, the whole NFL, and we can't complete we, – we, we can't do anything with the ball? Like, and Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. I just don't know what he's doing. I have no idea. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. It, it just, I just think that, like, Zach Taylor needs to give up. He's obsessed with calling plays, and I'm not sure why. I mean, yeah. I, I can't argue with that. Um but I mean, Baltimore is a good team. They, oh yeah, they're great. Know, the, I, I think the, the stat that I read was they're like thirtieth in pass defense, though. So everything you're saying, it, it is. I mean, Tua pu- tore puzzling. Them. Yeah. I mean, Tua had a. They, they've given up so many leads, and then we're just we just can't do anything. Yeah. Nothing. 
It's frustrating. I was very angry. I mean, I was just so, it's just disappointing. I don't even care to lose. It was the fact that, like, we were just, we weren't being aggressive. We were being very timid. First, the Dolphins the previous week, we went, we went down their throat with the football. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're going to beat you down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they did. And they were just playing timid. And the deep, the defense held up. It, it was, it was Burrow and Zach Taylor. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. I mean, I think going into the year, if you say we get Baltimore 19 points, you assume you win that we're game. We're going to win that game. Yeah. 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I, we have a super, I, I keep telling Nicole, it's Super Bowl hangover. That's all it is. Like, yeah. we don't know what's going on. We don't have an identity. Like, we, we, it's almost like we got, like, all fat and happy, and we just like, oh, we're good. We're so talented, and we're not trying. And other teams are hungry to beat our ass. Yeah, and, I, you know, the other thing, Burrow had that appendectomy, so he didn't play in the preseason. And it's kind of going back to the Russell Wilson thing. Like, you can only blame not having the preseason for so long. Yes, like you are a professional football player, you need to be prepared. Yep. And it is now October. It is week five. Yep. We are basically a third of the way into the season. Um, you should know what your football team is. Well, yeah. I mean, even preseason. You, let's the best case. Those starting players are playing one game combined between right. three. So right. like, so yeah, you get to like week three, figure out what you're doing wrong and fix it, and it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. So. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Only one game back, well, two game back with the tiebreaker, but luckily Baltimore's blown some leads. But they are the team to chase. The Bengals are not the team to chase right now. Yep. Uh, but now, the, so the Monday night game just got done. Mm-hmm. I, we, I've been slightly distracted while it's been going on. <laughs> um, but so the Chiefs just beat the Raiders 30-29. to Somehow I just lost in fantasy football by two points because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire couldn't get me eight. He got me six. I'm very angry. I'm 0-5. Um, did you see that last play right there? I did not. It was Renfro, and I want to say it was Adams. They ran into each other. So basically, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, but it was a final heave um, for a first down, and they, it was an all-out blitz, so Carr just had to launch the ball. And the receivers, like, they were running their routes, and they both turned inside and hit helmets and just, like, fell over. And I think I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams smashes helmet on the sideline when I looked up. But yeah, so the Chiefs won 30 to 29. Car looked good. There was a controversial call. They called it a catch on the on the field, but Devon, they they uh, challenged it or it got reviewed, and it ended up being incomplete, which I actually disagree with. Um, that actually would have put them in field goal range. But uh, well, they had another. So similar to what we were talking about earlier, where they got the touchdown to make it 29. And they were down by one. They went for two um, with four minutes or so left. Mm-hmm. And they ran the ball. And they ran the ball. And it looked like they had it. Yep. Uh, but Jacobs came up short. So then they were playing catch-up again. Um, so it's one of those things where I, I think the players ag- appreciate the aggressiveness of the coach going yeah. for the win. But when it doesn't work out, it's you know, kind of laying the air out of the balloon. Well, it's good the Chiefs went for it. So they were up mm. six, and they actually went for uh, – no, they were up seven, and they actually tried to make it a two-point game. Um, a two-score two, two, two two score game. Two-score game. Yeah. And they failed. And then, like you just said, the, then the uh, Raiders went down and tried to do it back to them to take the lead. And I just I don't really understand that. But, yeah, Mahomes, 29 for 43, 292 yards and four touchdowns. Um and then, of course, I don't even know what happened with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't know what happened to him. 
But Josh Jacobs, 21 carries, 154 yards on the touchdown. Devontae Adams, three catches for 124 yards and two touchdowns. And Derek Carr had a good game. Like, everyone had a good game. It, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it just – you can go back and forth and say, I had a good game, a good game, but you're one and four. Yeah. So, you have a problem, and you're not crawling back in the AFC West like that. Yeah. Vegas was up 17 nothing in the first half and they, gave up that lead. And they scored six more points. After, or not six. I'm looking at, uh, what, third – 12 more points, 12 and that was it, points, and, yeah. and a half. Yep. That, that's bad. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, Josh McDaniels, but like you said, with, like, coaches being on the hot seat, like, so early in their career, career sometimes, like, now, like, expectations are, especially with a good team like the Raiders, like, you got to win now. You know, is Josh McDaniels on the hook for this? Like, if they're one and four, like, yeah. does he get fired for one season? I would say no, but you never know. I mean, he was – he tried the head coach thing with Denver – 10, 12 years ago, whenever it was, and fit. I mean, he won a playoff game with T- with Tebow, yeah, he did. which was great, but then struggled after that and went back to being a coordinator in New England. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I think he's still figuring out how to run a football team. Yeah. And Vegas, we were talking about this earlier, Vegas has all the talent in the Oh, my world. gosh. I mean, yeah. their offense should be super explosive. Yes. And they came out gunning it. And like I said, we're up seventeen to nothing. And Devontae Adams had a big game. Josh Jacobs had a big game, yep. but they're not closing games. No. And I feel like that's a coaching thing. Yeah. Because they blew the league against Arizona. They blew the league against Kansas City here tonight. And they had the Titans too. They had the Titans. They had two fourth down shots like at the end zone. They blew it. And they, they've. I think they said they lost three of their four games by six or less points. Yeah. Which is a crazy stat. Yeah, and it's. Like, they were talking about it in the Baltimore-Cincinnati game because Baltimore was – they've given up leads in the fourth quarter, and for them to get that one, to win that one, was big. And it's – with Vegas, I think it's the same kind of mental setback where you've given up all these leads. Mm-hmm. And so, in the fourth quarter, you're just like, ah, oh, here we go again. And I would give credit to McDaniels for going for two – because it's like I know I need we need to win this game. Yeah. Because it means more than just this week. Yeah. Um, but obviously it didn't work out that way. <coughs> and like we were referencing earlier, they had that pass the roughing passer call in the first half. Yep. I just think we should touch on again. Oh my gosh, it was a terrible call. Um Vegas had the ball and Chris Jones sacked Derek Carr. And as he was taking him to the ground, he stripped the ball from Carr and came up with the ball. But in the process, his body weight landed on Derek Carr. Yeah. And they flagged it for roughing the passer. And everybody on the broadcast was like, if you're a Vegas fan, I understand why you're upset. Or if you're a Kansas City fan, I understand why you're upset. We don't really know what the defender is supposed to do in that situation. Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing that 300-pound defensive linemen are not known for is their uh, quick agility to (laughs) somehow, as your momentum is taking you to the ground, spin out of it in a way when it's only a three-foot fall to the ground. Like, that's dumb. Sorry. So, Devontae Adams just shoved a cameraman down to the ground. Like, sorry. That's why I was so distracted. I looked up, and Devontae was walking off. Because they're, they're playing in Arrowhead in, yeah. in Kansas City. And he just – there was a guy holding, like, I don't know, it was a boom mic or something. He just full-handed offensive pass interference shoved the guy the, like into the tunnel, like, onto the ground. Well, that's going to be a fine. Yep. But, man, he's making plenty of money. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. But, I mean – 
Could you imagine be like, I'm going to hit you, but I'm just going to give a, I'm going to write a check and we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. That's good. But yeah, so that's why I was distracted. They yeah. kept showing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, he just he hit that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, this whole pa- roughing the passer thing. This is I, I hate I hate when they do this overcorrection. Mm-hmm. I get it. But Tua's was a, that was the doctor's fault, and they should have rewritten the the construction or construction the concussion protocol. It has nothing to do with the rough in the passer. Mm-hmm. That, that's not it. Like no, I haven't seen a lot of dirty hits. I haven't seen a dirty hit on a cornerback and like a really dirty hit in quite some time. No, sometimes you get that they go up high and hit him in the chest, but like that's not a dirty hit. I, I just that's why I don't understand. Well, it's getting to a point like you can't hit the quarterback above the shoulder. You can't hit him below the knee, mm-hmm. and if you don't lay him down on the ground, you are being too aggressive. Tickle like, fight. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're playing defense, it's got to be so frustrating. Yeah. Like, we we want to play this game the way we were raised to play it, and, like, we're here to have fun. We don't want to maim anybody, all that stuff. They're making it very difficult for that game to be enjoyable yeah it's very frustrating like i mean when i i and i've been like i feel like a coach to think this but it's like when they hit the quarterback i just went yeah because i'm like oh they're gonna flag it they're gonna flag yeah. it. they're gonna flag it. i'm like well why about no 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 that wasn't a dirty hit why should i be thinking that but after years of like seeing it happen that that's what i feel mm-hmm. is that every time a quarterback's hit i feel like they're gonna flag it yeah i like you said i think the nfl is going to overreact to it i think that's going to be our season this year yeah where we're going to have these silly roughing the passer calls that hopefully don't affect the game like they did with Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Yeah. But right here, it's a one point game Mm -hmm. that affected the game. I mean, luckily Casey still won. So, I mean, Vegas had come back, you know, Oh yeah. I got my teams backwards. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. But still, I mean, that was momentum for Vegas. Well, yeah. Vegas gets that two point conversion. All of a sudden Mm -hmm. then we have a problem on our hands. Yeah. I'm hoping this is a one week thing. I, I just, I, I want the uh, the announcer again. They can't go against the NFL because they'll probably end up getting fined. But at the right. same time, they went as far as they probably could legally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even they called into New York so that when you're watching a game, they'll call into a referee, the lead referee in New York, to explain a call because sometimes they're controversial. And even he he can't come out and say that was a stupid call. But he basically, in his own way, said it was a stupid call. Yeah, like he's like, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah. So like, I don't know what the defender was supposed to do. That's exactly what he said too. Mm-hmm. So, all right guys. Well, that's it uh, for week five wrap up. I apologize for all my coughing. I'm <laughs> sick and I feel like crap. Um, tune in Thursday. We're going to do our pickums and a couple hot takes on what's going on in the NFL. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks guys.